It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, Zach, I, I actually just finished crushing some chicken farm, and I'm, I'm freaking ready to rock and roll. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby. Thank you so much for making Locked On Auburn your first listen every single day. Today's episode brought to you by NetSuite. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. Head to netsuite.com slash locked on NCAA for special end of year financing on the number one financial system for growing businesses. It's a War Report Wednesday. C-Dub, Mike G of the War Report. How are we doing, gentlemen? Pretty good. We got a game next week. Uh, we do. We do. That doesn't seem to be what people want to talk about. But yes, we definitely do. You guys going? You guys going up to uh, to Birmingham to watch the Tigers take on Houston? I will be there. I will, will be there. Be to cover. there. It's going to be wild. It's going to be a wild time for sure. So right before we jumped on to record this show, guys, um, Keaton Slovis, the former USC quarterback, commits to Pitt. That was a big one that Auburn fans wanted, and it sounded like there were reports that that was the first call that Austin Davis made once he became Auburn's offensive coordinator. And then Grayson McCall is another one that, that folks really wanted, and he uh, he put out a tweet saying that he was staying, going to play the um, play uh, play out there one more year. So those two guys are, are off the table, and Auburn's kind of sitting as the team that is pursuing, supposedly pursuing transfer quarterbacks, and um, they don't have one yet. Hmm. Okay, so the report about Slovis, right? Like, because, you know, lately there have been a lot of reports flying around about things happening in the the Auburn sphere that we're we're not sure, (laughs) you know, the accuracy of some of these reports. Sure. Um, However, though, the idea that we may need a transfer is not, it's not a wild idea uh, that we could need uh, another quarterback in this quarterback room. Um, I don't think they need to go out and just get a guy to get a guy. Uh, I think, it, you know, if you're going to go out and you're going to get somebody, um, get somebody quality, right? And, you know, because I'm, I'm concerned about the message it sends to the guys that you have, right? You've got a guy coming in who looked really, really good to end his senior season and holding Garner. I really like him. I think he's supremely talented. Okay. You've got a, you've got the winningest quarterback in Texas high school history on your roster right now. Yeah. Right. And then you've got a guy who stepped in and quite frankly is one of the only reasons we're going to be in a bowl game in, you know, in a week. So uh, comp- there's enough there. We have enough in the quarterback room to be competitive. Um, you've got, uh, three guys who are definitely going to want it for sure should be a fierce competition already. Now, if you're looking for a sure thing, I'm not sure there's a sure thing out there. Even if you're going in the portal to get any of these guys, you know, who's in the portal right now that you would say is a sure thing. Well, that was kind of, that, that, that was kind of my thing when Bo entered it and I got some pushback, but it's like, Bo was one of the best transfer quarterbacks in there. Yeah, well, you know, I, I again, I I don't I haven't followed enough of these other quarterbacks to know for sure, but what I will say as as uh, Mike G looks on in bewilderment is, <laughs> am I off on that? Uh, I I no, I was thinking about that. Yeah, I mean, name I, three transfer quarterbacks you would rather have than Bo Nix. If we're talking about experience, certainly. 
right? Because he's now, what is that experience? What kind of experience are you getting? Dude, um, okay, hold on, guys. If Auburn got a former five star that spent three years starting anywhere else, I don't care what his stats were, we would all be ecstatic. Yeah, no, I don't know about that, right? Because oh, what former five star is in that do you see that started three years someplace else and is transferring? Dude, think about how excited Auburn was a year ago when we got TJ Finley. Think about how excited the fan base was for TJ Finley. Finley? Yes. The fan base was was pumped about it. I don't know about that. I don't know. I don't know know what circle you're rolling Pumped about him being a backup? (laughs) Right. I don't don't think that was a storyline, gentlemen. I don't think Uh, that was a storyline a year ago. uh, All I'm saying is if you're talking about former five stars, those guys are – they're not transfers, Zach. They're going pro in their third year, unless a barring an injury or some act of God, mm-hmm. right? So um, it's very unusual in college football to have a five-star that's a three-year starter anyway. Right. Number one, very few kids are starting their freshman year. So even, you know, at the, you know, the, the, uh, the, the traditional powerhouses, they've got a pipeline of quarterbacks, so they don't need to start a true freshman. By the time those guys start, they're already at the very earliest in their sophomore season, in their second season, they play two years and then they're out. Right. So um, uh, I would say if you're talking about experience, yes, he is, you know, who's played in what quarterbacks in the portal that's played in more big games than Bo. Mm -hmm. I, I would argue he's played in more big games than anybody in the portal. So, you know, that's that experience cannot be understated. That is, Experience. Now, what did he do in those games? Well, uh, during Bo's time at Auburn, he was six and eleven against top twenty-five teams. Right uh, in the in the in the eleven games that we lost, we averaged uh, a deficit of fourteen points, and the games that he won, we won by about eight points. So. I mean, I, I don't, I, I, it's, it's tough when you're, when you're looking at it. If, if, uh, if you're, if you're looking at experience, I think that Oregon got a guy who is better than the guy who just left based on pure talent, right? And experience. Anthony Brown was, he was mid. And I listened to Oregon fans in an Oregon space. And then when you look at his numbers, I think that Bo could put up better numbers than him. In the Pac-12, yeah. In the Pac-12, certainly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, in terms of what else is in the portal, kind of bringing this full circle back to Auburn, a lot of Auburn fans were turning their nose up at Spencer Rattler. And there you're talking about a – and I know he doesn't have three years of experience, but you're talking about a former five-star guy. So that, so just, just to make sure you understand what I'm saying, if Spencer uh-huh. Rattler came here, you don't think Auburn fans would be excited about it? I'm not sure. Sh- based on what I heard, I – I'm not sure. Oh, I think I think Auburn fans can get anybody and they get excited yeah, about it to some extent. Yeah, they didn't seem thrilled I, I, about the idea. I think, I think I think what I'm seeing, Zach, is that Auburn fans are have as of late have been split about everything. Yeah, very split. Yeah, that's 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 fair. About everything. So you can find people who will be ecstatic, and then you'll find people who will say, Well, Man. you know, what he did, and you, you know what I mean? You'll you'll find every group. Uh, represented in terms of how we want to feel about a kid who comes to Auburn, I, I, unless unless the kid was just undeniable, in which case why would he leave? Why would he enter the portal anyway? Right? Yeah, which yeah, which is a, a, a prevailing idea about our current transfer that we have on roster. He couldn't hack it at LSU. 
he couldn't beat out this guy. I mean, that's that's almost all these transfers. That's their story. Mm-hmm. With, yeah. You know, except for a few, they got either got benched, couldn't hack it, yeah. or got injured and decided to to move on someplace else. I think like Max Johnson might be the only one of the only the few quarterbacks in the portal that's not transferring. I mean, he was the guy, right? And we now we assume. Yeah, yeah, he was the guy for a whole season, and you know he had just a good, uh, good chance to hold on to his job as any of these other transfers, and just decided to go try something different. So uh, Dylan Gabriel injury, I think he decided he was done with that system. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. Uh, you know, <laughs> uh, so and then you got Spencer Rattler who lost his job, and, and, and Slovis who you know is again looking for a change. I, I mean, I I don't know. Like the, the 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 mood around transfers uh, is very split, as Caesar said. Right. Some people are going to find every reason to say this guy couldn't make it where he was at. And now he's with us. Right. You know, I, I don't, I don't know. Like, I mean, and and going back over the years, think about the high profile transfers that we've seen. Uh, uh, Russell Wilson was a graduate transfer left as the ACC's all time leading passer Rose bowl, Wisconsin. You know, that's one situation I can think of Jalen hurts, Again, but he still he did lose he did lose his job, right? And but made the uh, Heisman finalist the next year at Oklahoma. Um, it's just it's not an exact science, but but I just think if you have a guy who's had some success and they do want to play for your program, that's an upside. Fit's just so important. Fit is yeah. just so 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 important when you talk about quarterback play and offenses and. And things that go along with that. It's a War Report Wednesday. I've been telling you all season about prize picks. If you haven't signed up, what are you waiting for? Bowl season, perfect time to hop on. Also, college basketball, really cranking things up. Anybody that makes a deposit right now, just use promo code Locked On. You'll receive a hundred percent instant deposit match of up to one hundred dollars. Just use that promo code Locked On. You pick two to five players and over under on their projections. You can win up to ten times any entry. And it's just you versus the projected numbers. Don't hesitate to check out prizepicks.com and use promo code locked on or go to your app store and download the app today. Prize picks is daily fantasy made easy. Also, hey, this is it. The putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours. But on your backswing, that hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software. To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. Over 28,000 businesses already use NetSuite. For the new year, NetSuite has a new financing program for those ready to upgrade at netsuite.com slash locked. Head to netsuite.com slash locked. It's a War Report Wednesday. Gentlemen, what are folks missing out on if they are not subscribed to the War Report? You are missing on, first off, if you're not an insider, you're missing out on the opportunity to enter a drawing to win tickets to the Birmingham Bowl. We've actually have blessed a few of our insiders, some of our lucky ones with tickets to the game. We've actually been doing that all season, Sweet. Uh, giving people tickets to the home football games. And that's what we're doing for the bowl season. Off season, we have a lot of great content. You definitely want to check us out. There's a lot of cool things we're doing with film review. It's just going to be a really loaded off season, more content on the way. You definitely want to hit us up. You can find us on YouTube. We're one, we're part of the Auburn community. So definitely go there and you can actually check us out. 
you want to listen to us in the car on the treadmill, you can find us where podcasts are streamed. Fantastic. Yeah, you guys do a fantastic job. Being an insider, it's worth every penny over at The War Report. So kind of going back to, to the initial question before we got off on that, that tangent there. If Auburn doesn't land a quarterback, what's your confidence going into spring and then you know possibly into even in the fall? Uh, it's surprisingly very confident. Okay. I, I'm looking for Auburn to get to a point where we don't have to rely on transfers. And one of the things that I would have to say, and this this may be this may be a hot take for a lot of people, I think our quarterback room has gotten better in terms of depth because a year ago this time it was Bo and D Davis coming Nobody. in who had even walked on the college campus. Yeah. Now we have three guys who this coaching staff feels like they can at least trust moving forward provided they went out or show something in spring. And so I like where we're sitting. It's right. just time for this coaching staff to actually develop some guys. And that's something that's been lacking uh, with this program over the past several years is we kind of know what we have in QB one, but behind him it's any, it's, it's a crapshoot. And so what I want to see is some development with Davis, I want to see Holden get in there and get acclimated. I don't expect unless he's just some type of special talent. I don't see him being much of a factor, but I want to see us do something with the kids we're bringing in out of high school. And you start doing that, we won't have to get all excited and create these wish lists for who's entering the portal because this coaching staff is grooming talent out of high school and we actually have depth uh, by which if QB1 goes down, as we saw last year, we have confidence that we can just plug and play another QB to run the offense as hard as Harson needs. So mm-hmm. that's what I'm looking for, Zach, is, is regardless if we if we swing and miss on the portal, if we don't find a fit, we have three talented QBs that we just have to develop and work with. We do have quarterbacks, guys. So I'm not I'm not willing, I'm not willing to panic if we don't get anyone out of the portal because I like who we already have on campus. Yeah. yeah I, my, Go ahead, Mike G. Well, I mean, I, I think uh, without knowing whether they're actually – this is actually a priority, whether they're actually targeting a quarterback or not, I know that it's been reported. Um, I'm telling you, if we go out and we snatch another quarterback, my confidence will actually be a little lower uh, about how they feel about the guys who we have in the room. So uh, the, the 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 not having a guy with experience or whatever, I think that's overblown. When you have a when you have a pipeline of guys, the next guy up is unproven. That's right. it. But he's been in your system yeah. and under your tutelage. He's just the next guy up to run that system. That's the, how everybody the, else the, is doing it. Then the question is, you know, it, how different is the system from last year to, to this year? Like how much of it was Great. Mike Bobo and how much of it's Brian Harson? I think that's an we, important question. We have some answers from that. Old TJ Finley has been asked about how it's been, you know, with Harson kind of running the show. And yeah. he said the terminology is the same. That's good. Right. And yeah. there are similarities. It's just that there's a little bit different tempo to it. There's a different feel. Uh, but the base of it is the same. So that gives me more confidence that at least Brian Harson had enough of his yeah. fingerprints on what what we had that the you know, at least for the bowl game, the quarterbacks feel comfortable that this is something that they can run confidently against Houston. 
Yeah, and and I bet the plays that they have, they're like they're going to hold on to it. I, I just think you're going to see more runs than you will passes, and you may have seen that anyway, just based on you know whoever the quarterback is in 2022. But I just think with, with Tank and you know obviously with with, with Joan, just another year with with um, with Jarquez, you got to think that they're that's going to be the the focal point of the offense and. I think Auburn's going to have a hard time getting receivers on campus. So I think that's kind of where you're going to be forced to go in 2022. Yeah, well, I think that's also I think that's also a part of the identity that Harrison has preached since he got here on campus. He yeah. wants to be a downhill rushing attack. So that plays into what he wants to do. Yeah, you're going to need some to get some receivers on campus. You're going to need to have a passing game because being one-dimensional in the SEC is a recipe for disaster. But I just foresee in this bowl game and moving forward, we're going to play to our strengths. Tank has been one of our best players on offense. Right. So it's, it's, I think one of the things that was egregious at times last year is we didn't use him enough. Right. And so I, I think Harson having control of the offense, going into the bowl game, moving forward with Austin Davis's OC. I think he wants to play to the strengths of this team and take what the defense gives him. Also with there being some changes at QB, uh, Finley, this is being his third start. You want to you want to make the games. You want to slow the game down for him. Right. And you you want to put him in situations and set him up to where he will have some easy throws, take advantage of the defense. And you do that by establishing the trying to establish the run. There's some right. question marks up front with the O-line. So we're not quite sure how that will look against Houston. But I'm pretty sure that's the identity Harson wants to reinforce moving forward. And that's what we heard over and over and over again, you know, that fourth and one mentality. And when it kind of came down to it, that's not exactly what we saw. I think we will see more of that going into this season. Bet Online has you covered this holiday season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football continues its march through the bowl season. And obviously with the NFL marching towards the playoffs, Bet Online remains your number one spot for all sports action this season head to the website using your mobile device or your laptop or your desktop and sign up today and you can receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit just use promo code locked on to receive that 50% welcome bonus bet online where the game starts also it's the holiday season which means it's time to give the gift of health and nutrition and of course you can do that by giving a built bar box of built bars to, uh, to any loved ones, friends, family, whatever it may be. Head over to Built.com. You can check out all the amazing flavors, and they're running a bunch of different limited-time flavors as well during the holidays, and uh, I, I can't recommend Built Bar enough. All of them covered 100% in chocolate. They're delicious. They're very high in protein, very low in calories. Be sure to check them out. So that's at Built.com. Use promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your order. Final few minutes today on this War Report Wednesday C-Dub. Mike G hanging out with us. Um, I haven't really talked a whole lot about the Birmingham Bowl. Are you guys talking about the Birmingham Bowl a lot over uh, over at the War Report? Yeah, we're about to get into it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. yeah, we've been saving uh, saving that talk for closer to the bowl game, but it, it, is, it is creeping up. Y'all surprised that Auburn's a two-and-a-half-point favorite? I'm surprised that hasn't moved at all. Um... No. I'm blown away. I'm blown yeah, away. By really? It. Okay. Yeah. You are. <laughs> yeah, I am. I, I I thought Houston would be favored by a few, and the fact that it hasn't moved at all blows me away. That might be a little bit of Vegas trying to tempt people. Yeah. 
trying to even yeah. out the, those bets on that side of the line. But also, I think that's just a little bit of SEC respect. Probably so. Right? Yeah, I mean, we played the second hardest schedule in the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, Houston undoubtedly did not. So, um, Houston starters are playing. Auburn starters, about half of them are playing. You know, does, 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 that, does that factor in? Or it's a talent gap so wide it doesn't matter? I think it factors in for this team. Yeah, this team almost it lost does. to Georgia State. So I think right. it factors in. Gosh, um, seems like so long uh, ago. Houston had somebody uh, pretty big that just declared that he wasn't playing in the bowl game. Uh, I forgot what the guy's name was. I saw his announcement on Twitter. Okay. Uh, they have somebody who is sitting out uh, this bowl game to focus on the 2022 NFL draft. Uh, but uh, what an important game for Auburn. And Brian Harson and his staff going into the offseason. I've got a real quick uh, Mike G. Marcus Jones, a junior cornerback, announced that he'd be opting out. So yeah, yeah, okay. a junior at that. Junior, right? junior like, corner. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So um, this is an important game for this staff. Get something positive on tape. Uh, this is a chance for more data collection mm-hmm. uh, to get some guys out there, get something on film that you can evaluate going into the spring identify strengths and weaknesses, and then build on that in the offseason uh, so that you can get some guys ahead of the curve for 2022. Who's a young guy you guys would like to see? Don't say a quarterback in this one, but getting a lot of questions, you know, who could step up on the defense that's a young guy that maybe didn't play as much or even possibly um, possibly an offensive lineman. Anybody kind of come to mind, guys? Dylan Brooks. Uh, Joko Willis for Ooh, me. Joko Willis is an interesting one. Yeah, I want to. I want to. I want to see because the opportunities are going to be there at linebacker, yeah, right? If, you would think uh, so. I, I think Papo is still out. McLean is the, is, is opt. I mean, the opportunity is there, so I'm I'm looking to see who steps up at, at linebacker moving forward. Yeah, Dylan Brooks or Lee Hunter. Lee Hunter's a I fun want, one. Yeah, I but the see folks him. in front of him are playing, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. 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 They so, are. so that's you know. I mean, maybe he gets more reps in bowl practice and Harson just kind of puts more guys in to kind of say, hey, you got a chance. Go ahead and impress yeah. me. Yeah, rotate him in. Keep him fresh. There's no reason yeah. you know, that he can't get uh, a significant amount of snaps on defense mm-hmm, you know, right. um, in point. this one. Now, it's not uncommon for retro freshmen who have not uh, taken significant practice snaps all year to move up in the pecking order for snaps during bowl practice. Right. Can't be understated, right? This yeah. that's that's pretty normal. Um so, you know, you got a quarterback leaving, you know, the next guy up is taking second team reps. Right. You know, uh so I, I'm not sure that's an indication that they have a plan to actually play that player, but you know, it is kind of a signal of, you know, where that pecking order stands, mm-hmm. you know, going into the next season. So, yeah, it'll it'll be fun to watch who they play. I'll be curious to see if there's any special packages designed for him in the game and if Harson goes to that, uh, given Finley's mobility and the fact that he's trying to get back to 100%. I'll be curious to see if we do see Davis yeah. for that reason alone at times. And he kind of gave that um, that little tease in his presser of, yeah, he's, he's getting snaps, he's getting reps in practice. I wrote about this at, at Auburn Wire yesterday. And I put the caveat in there saying, I'm not expecting to see a whole lot of D. Davis, but if we do, you know, these are kind of the things you may could see. But um, that's that would be a fun one. You know, that'd be a way yeah. to, to really excite fans, you know, and they, they're going to need it watching the Birmingham Bowl. 
Man, he's captain. We ain't gonna see D. Davis. Uh, I agree. I mean, I believe him. I believe he's getting more more reps in practice. Sure, there's less yeah, quarterbacks, yeah. so that makes sense. I, I, I think right. that's encouraging that he is getting some yeah, reps in practice. I'm happy for his reps. I don't think yeah. there's a plan to play him unless it's an emergency. It's almost not worth it. It's almost just like just wait and, and let him go in the spring. But um, like the guy I'm looking forward to seeing is Roe Torrance in a bigger role? Can he be a full-time guy on the outside? Obviously, Roger McCreary announced um, yesterday that, that he is declaring and, and opting out officially. I mean, we all knew this, but he is officially going to the NFL draft. Um, we were all on the edge of our seats, Roger. Appreciate that. But, you know, can he be, can he be a solid full-time guy opposite Jalen Simpson going into the season? And obviously, Keandre Scott, the number one JUCO corner committed, that's that spot is open as far as I'm concerned. So he needs to go ahead and kind of get that early jump on some of these young guys coming in. Drayshon Miller is supposed to be getting time as well too in this one. Uh, they they've been talking about him. How is like? Move, move what? I don't I don't know. Now he gets mine. a shot. Like what? What? Is yeah, going on? I don't know. This young man has been on Twitter saying that he's quietly biding his time and working hard behind the scenes. Well, if, if that's the case. And what a story, because you know he has to be so frustrated. And the mm-hmm. fact that he oh, still has sure. to discipline to go out there and compete, he's got my respect. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. He, he, ta- he, talked, a, he talked a good game when he left uh, West Virginia coming here. He was, he was supposed to be getting oh, – yeah? he's supposed to be doing what McCreary is doing right now, getting right. ready for the draft. That's, that's how – that's the confidence he had. And so that, yep. to have the season he had, he's, he's, ready, he's ready to show what he can do. Yeah, uh, I'm pulling for him. I'm pulling for him. Mike G. C-Dub of the War Report. Once again, tell folks how they can support you guys and find your content and all that good stuff, please. And you can head on over to YouTube, The War Report. You can also find us, TW Report on TikTok, the War, at The War Report on Twitter and Instagram. And you can find us where podcasts are streamed. Fantastic. Gentlemen, thank you so much for your time. As always, we will chat again soon. This has been Locked on Auburn. NCAA tournament is almost here and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.